What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. So what do you do when your entire family is full of nine to fivers and you want to start your own business? Let's chat. Hi, I'm Amy Jo and I help entrepreneurs just like you design an online business that allows them to teach their gifts globally. I fully believe in helping women design their own magic and create a life that they're excited to wake up to every single day. If you're ready to finally get serious and change your business, you are in the right spot. Welcome to the Digital Magic Podcast. have an awesome topic for you guys. Again, I'm so excited that you're here. I have one of my good buddies in the lounge with me today. Her name is Rachel and she is a graphic designer and illustrator and she just does beautiful things, which you should check out. But I really, gosh, so many golden nuggets are going to pop into your ears today from this interview. And one of my favorites is when we get into the topic of talking about what do you do when you come from a family of nine to fivers and you're stepping out and you're creating a business and nobody really gets it. (laughs) And what are all the mindset blocks that kind of pop up during that? Um, Rachel was the exact opposite of myself, where her family is full of entrepreneurs and her dad was an entrepreneur. And so that's what she grew up with and grew up with seeing. And so, oh, that's one of my favorite parts of this interview. So many good parts. And you get to hear her entire story of how she got her illustration business up and running and her design business. And, um, Oh, it's just so good. You guys are going to love it. So enjoy the interview. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm in such a good mood because I have Rachel here with me. And I'm going to make it through this interview the whole time. We're actually buddies, everybody. So we, we, actually, we live like 20 minutes away from each other and we're on Zoom together. <laughs> doing this interview. And I really wanted her to come in the lounge with me for multiple reasons, which you will see why in about 12 seconds when she starts talking. So, um, but she is the artistic brain and the yin to my yang and all these things. She's just the best and like the shiniest light in the world. And anyway, so I really want you to tell us what you do, of course. And she works from home, P.S. Um, doing like flexing her creative muscle. Yes. (laughs) Um, <laughs> so, so just forgive us if we laugh, you know, a lot during this because we're just buddies and I'm just really excited that she's here. But anyways, Rachel, take the floor. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I am Rachel Joy of Rachel Joy Design, which is my graphic design business that I run. Um, I am a freelance graphic designer and I'm also a illustrator, hand letterer slash doodler. Etc. <laughs> kind of a, a roll-in category of just everything that relates to visual because that's what I love. I love to look at things and see them and 
make things that are seen. So <laughs> I, I communicate that. I visually. Like that's my quote. Yeah. <laughs> I make things that are seen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is most things, I guess, but. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I, I focus primarily on print design. Um, I do some that's digital, but I don't code websites or do anything like that. So it's kind of graphic design is kind of a very broad term that can mean a lot of different things. So for me, it means um, primarily making marketing materials and things that you would hold in your hand when it's finished. So. Mm, things to be seen. <laughs> by people who like to look. Oh, yes, I love to look. <laughs> Yes, that is awesome. Um, and we, gosh, I don't even know how long we have known each other, maybe like a year. Um, but I love you because you're one of the people who gets me. And I've talked about this on on my show before, as far as the beginning of like my journey working from home and starting my own business. And I didn't know anybody and nobody knew like what I did or like understood like what I did and they're like oh you work from home that's cool and then I would start to be like this is what I do and they'd be like um glaze (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm I'm in that camp (laughs) so so I met Rachel and I'm just like she understands what I'm doing and she's not like oh good luck with that like she gets me and so anyways um I grew up in like go to college, nine to five, 401k, you know, by the book. And so when I got to this place where I'm just like, I don't really want to do that. I don't want to be in a cubicle. I don't want to work from somebody else. I, you know, started on this entrepreneurial track. And like I said, like, I didn't have anyone around me. I didn't have family who, you know, had taken this journey or could help me. I just kind of had to put the puzzle pieces together. And then on the flip side, Rachel over here is the exact opposite. Like she's from the world of entrepreneurial, (laughs) like her family. And so I would love for you to talk to us about that because I just, I feel like that's rare too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like in my bubble, but Um, anyways, yeah, if you could talk about kind of like your journey into starting your business, sure. Were you ever like, no, I'm going to work for somebody else. Like I could never, you know, how to just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that you mention it. And especially from the perspective of you didn't want to have a nine to five. I struck like that was the goal was to have a nine to five because I was so experienced with like, ah, my dad just does his own thing and there's never any stability. I mean, it, it was stable to, for the most part, but there, he didn't go to an office. Yeah. It's kind of just like a, a free for all. And so I'm very orderly and structured. And so I always kind of was like, I just have to get a job. That's the goal. I'm supposed to work nine to five. And so I, I actually somewhere in the, I don't know, high school, college age, I was like, I want to be a freelance graphic designer eventually. I'll work my way there. (laughs) And so the goal was try to find a job, first of all. Second of all, if I can't find a job, I'm just going to try freelance and work for Starbucks because I think they give benefits or something. So I was like, I'll do that for the benefits and then I'll, I'll do freelance for as much as I can. So that was actually the goal, but also in the back of my mind, I was like, but the, the first tier would be like secure a nine to five. That would be like the best thing. And I graduated college in 2008, which is kind of a trigger year <laughs> because it's when everything went downhill. So I graduated in May 
but I actually um, got a job full time offered to me at the company I was with, or the job I was with. I actually worked for the university, um, so they offered me a full time job in April, which was before I graduated. So I had it all lined up and I graduated and I started work like the next week. <laughs> and so I just was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. in the system. <laughs> and lucky for me, I actually had that because then by the end of that summer, you know, everybody else who I graduated with couldn't find any jobs. You know, it was the, it was a real rough season for being a graduate. Um, so at that point I was really grateful for the nine to five and I was like, I got to hang on to this with all my life because I'm one of the few, you know, the, one of the lucky ones that actually got employed. And so in the back of my mind, I still had this goal of like, well, maybe one day I'll try freelancing and maybe one day I can be my own boss. And, you know, it, it just kind of was always. Someday, someday. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and so meanwhile, I kind of worked and worked the job and kind of advanced in that position um, to the point where I was a creative manager, which was great because I got to oversee, you know, graphic designers and photographers and videographers. And I was doing all things creative, which is what I love to do. Um, But I had kind of missed the step of actually designing. (laughs) I mean, I did it for a little while, but then, you know, through the course of the job, I was in management basically. And so I wasn't actually designing anymore. And so I kind of was like, I miss design. That's what, that's what I studied. That's what I love. That's what I enjoy doing when I'm doing it. I don't even realize time has passed. That's my passion. Mm -hmm. And so, um, through, and, and because I'm so, so structured and regulated, the thought of just leaving my job to do that was like, not going to happen. I was so scared. I was like, uh, <laughs> like, I have this great job. It's got benefits. You know, I can't leave it. And especially given the environment of nobody else has a job, what, you know, you're crazy. What are you doing? Doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so meanwhile, enter husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my sound effects. I'm sorry. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you should add more. <laughs> oh, I don't know. he's a lot more of a risk taker on my behalf than I am which is funny because he's not necessarily like super risky in his own life but for me he could he could tell that I was missing that piece of it the design element and wanting to do graphic design um and so he actually encouraged me to just quit (laughs) he's like we are in a great spot. You know, we, we didn't have a ton of over, you know, like our expenses were really low. We were living in a little one bedroom apartment, newlyweds, you know, that whole thing. And so, um, he was like, just, just go for it. <laughs> and I thought he was totally crazy. But then after I kind of mulled it around, I was like, okay, I can crunch the numbers <laughs> and do kind of an analysis and see where I'm at. And uh, it turned out that because our expenses were so low and we didn't have debt and stuff like that, I was able to kind of bank on like a grace period for myself, if you will. So I was like, okay, if I can go, you know, I have this much time before I have to start earning money <laughs> before I have to go back and find a job. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up working out that I was making money <laughs> right away. And then that, 
that grace period I gave myself was extended and then extended again. And finally it was like, okay, if I don't have work for a year, then I'll find a job. So now it's gotten to the point, you know, years later, I think this is my fifth going on my fifth year um, where that is not a concern anymore. I don't have that grace period because I'm just kind of on a regular income. So it feels good. (laughs) Some ways I feel like I've arrived, but in a lot of ways I definitely haven't. (laughs) But in terms of living the dream, it's pretty close. So (laughs) I can't complain too much. (laughs) I, man, I love, I haven't heard that entire story from you. Oh, I was just like, "Hmm." I just loved it. And I I didn't realize, (laughs) no, no, I loved it because there's so many similarities not just with me, but I know other people like in my community who are going to be like, Oh, like I get that. Like I've been there or I'm there right now. Mm -hmm. And I was in the same, literally like the same boat. Like my husband had to be like, dude, quit and do this. I'm like, Oh, but I can't like, what if this and this, you know, and you know, all the mindset stuff that all of that fun stuff that happened, you know? Yeah. And I forgot to mention that meanwhile, during the, the, I have to keep my nine to five. I did have the voice of my dad saying, no, just quit. You'll never look back. <laughs> You're going to love being independent. You're going to, you know, and yeah. he worry about when he quit his job, he, he uh, stomped on his watch and said he never kept time after that. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't think I can go that. That is that. the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay. Anyone who's watching or listening to this, just the, the, it's so funny because that's so opposite um, <laughs> because my dad was like, <laughs> yeah. get the nine to five and then dabble over here, get the nine to five, get your parole right. and then dabble over here. And maybe like, that'll be something like that would be cool. But like, that's really hard work. And you know, all of these things where your, your dad was like, I'm going to stop on my watch. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this and you know, everyone comes from a different background, which I think is so cool when it comes to like this journey because like you and I relate on so many levels and your background's totally different you know yeah totally I just love it okay so you went through all of that you ended up quitting your job you started the thing so you you started the thing so you're doing the thing doing Mm -hmm. design and what you like love full-time yes for like five years now which is awesome Mm -hmm. which total side note unrelated but do you have like like an anniversary that you celebrate like this is the day that I quit you know not that I, I celebrate that. <laughs> but I know for sure it was July 14th so that's maybe saying something <laughs> I should start celebrating it yes. that was a great idea okay well, let's <laughs> mark that in the calendar we will okay. celebrate it this year <laughs> yeah. um yes okay so doing full-time doing design work and then what about like you know you're coming from that security of really like constant work because you're in the nine to five and you're you know you always know like from mm-hmm. five a.m. this is what I'm going to be doing even if yeah. I don't like it you know blah 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 so then you quit your job and then really like put the pedal to the metal like was it zero to 60 like what did that kind of look like as okay. far as like getting it going that is a great question it was zero to five <laughs> but my personality I felt like I was supposed to be zero to 60 I felt like I was supposed to be working 40 hours a week now for myself and so I actually I had a lot of anxiety I was like carrying the stress of like it's 10 o'clock 
and I'm not working. I don't have anything to do right now. (laughs) And so I feel like it, it took a lot of, because when I started, I had kind of, I'd been freelancing kind of on the side for a while. Um, So I did have a few clients that I kind of just did regular work for, but in the very beginning, I kind of was like, well, I'm going to aim for like 10 billable hours a week. And I was at like two. So I was like, okay, it's okay. I'm not at my goal yet. And that's okay. But I just carried the stress that I needed to put in 40 hours for myself. And so for like, I don't know, probably the first few months, I would say, I really stressed myself out that I wasn't working hard enough. Um, But I think the thing I started to see value in that I hadn't recognized initially is the time I spent networking and figuring out, you know, about the business and really kind of getting the groundwork stuff together. And I started kind of easing into, okay, it's okay if I don't work eight hours. It's okay if I put in, you know, four hours today or, or whatnot. And kind of, I don't know, I had to learn to give myself the grace (laughs) to not be working full time. Um, So it definitely was a slow, slow start. And that produced anxiety. But like I said, I had that kind of grace period for myself of like how long I could go without earning an income. Um, And that was huge. I think it was really helpful to kind of have a buffer (laughs) before I really started like having actual stress about paying bills and things like that. Um, So it was really, it was totally fabricated stress. I didn't need to be stressed out, but it was just coming off of the, you know, I'm there eight hours a day working and then now I'm not. And I think I also kind of fantasized during my day job of like, oh man, if I didn't have these meetings, I could really be productive or, you know, and I kind of had this false expectation of how much work I would actually do. (laughs) Um, And so when I wasn't doing that much work, I was kind of like, oh, but it ended up, you know, in time that kind of faded. And I realized that all the, the work I was putting into it even though it was fun, <laughs> it still was helping grow the business too. So then I kind of was a little more <laughs> relaxed about it. But. <sighs> yeah. Having the grace. Yes. Yourself. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's still working on that one. <laughs> I know. Me too, man. Ah, it's so hard. And like, you have days where you're just like, hmm, I'm going to have grace. Like, this is great. Everything's yeah. cool. I can take a break. I can, you know, yep. a little bit more relaxed. And then you have the days where you're just like, mm-hmm. Like you have, like I have to be 150% or else everything's going to go up in flames, which it's not, but we tell ourselves that, you know? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's like this, this, I don't know, hamster wheel, I guess, but for sure. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad you said that. Um, as far as having grace with yourself and I like that you said that you were zero to five and then from there because (laughs) (laughs) it's true because I mean, I'm, I, like you could be in Facebook groups, you could be listening to podcasts, you could be doing all this thing, these things. And you're just like, well, that person like quit their job and now they're making six figures and it just happened overnight and they blinked in their like bank accounts, just like overflowing with cash. And you're like, why am I not like this? And it's just, uh, no, you know, (laughs) grace, (laughs) grace Grace and build. Yes, totally. (laughs) So, and for you, like your dad was an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> the wild man that he was and is, you know, breaking the yep. doing all the things. And so you're not the only entrepreneur in your family. Like it's not just you and it's not just your dad. Yeah, that's true. My <laughs> older brother runs his own web design business. So that's the other half. 
um, with a host of other things. He's kind of just in general an entrepreneur. Um, and then my older sister started her own daycare, um, which now she actually is on hold with because she has her own kids to take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she did that. She ran that out of her house. And then my little brother is kind of, he's actually just about to start his own coffee shop. So it's kind of just a, yeah, it's in the blood. (laughs) That is awesome. So, so do you have any tips for someone who, who, you know, is thinking about taking this journey? So maybe they're a designer too, or, you know, they're in graphic design and they're working for a company and they're just, you know, I'm not super happy here. And I'm thinking about you know, starting my own thing, but I have no idea like where to start or like what to do. What would you say to them? Well, as much as I don't like to participate in it, (laughs) working was huge. (laughs) I know that's like what everybody says. Um, But I think one of the advantages I had is that because of my job and my nine to five, I had access. I was actually hiring freelance designers. So I also, I knew who they were and then I knew, you know, kind of what kind of workload they had just based on befriending them and knowing kind of what they were up to. I also knew kind of like their rates and what they were charging and what was normal for that region and that sort of thing. Um, But I would say that graphic design in particular and probably a lot of businesses um, or like, I don't know, areas are very just, who do I know that does this? I have this need who do I know that does this? And a lot of people, I mean, I have, I have my website, I have my portfolio, I'm ready and willing to share it with anyone who would like to see it. But to be honest, it is not my portfolio that is getting me work. It's the people that I know and the people who know them. (laughs) And so my business, I, I rarely will get something in from the internet or something that I is somebody I don't know. It's always, um, I met this person and they, they did this with you. Can you do this similar thing or whatever? Um, and I work with kind of a limited group of clients that give me the bulk of my work. Um, and so I'm at, at this point, I'm not hugely trying to <laughs> gain my clientele or like grow my clientele. Um, I'm pretty satisfied with like my current workload, but in the beginning, when I was first starting out and trying to grow the clientele, it was just attending everything. I went to all the women in business meetings. I went to, you know, the coffee and startups. I went to all these things. And if, if they had them in the city I was in Flagstaff, which is pretty, it's not huge, then they probably have them everywhere. And I, you know, if you look at the small business development center or any kind of business incubators in the area, a lot of times they're hosting those kinds of things and they're usually free. I don't think I ever paid to go to them. So um, just, it was totally word of mouth. And then at the same time, I was learning how to have a business, how to do bookkeeping and how to do whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the numbers side of me, (laughs) part of me loves it just because it's like so orderly. And part of me is like, somebody else, please do this. (laughs) So, um, which is, yeah. Anyway, all that to say, I just got out there and was meeting people face to face. And then from there, you don't know, I think, honestly, I think it probably was like a six month, like incubation period between somebody I would meet and a job I would get. (laughs) And I can't always draw, you know, a direct line to where it came from, but it was usually like this, like kind of percolating period. And then all of a sudden I'd get a couple jobs from it or whatever. Which Um, is 
so I love that you just said that because people think that like, oh, I went to this networking event. I should have like 10 jobs by tomorrow. Right. And they're like, wait, and then it doesn't happen. They're like, well, this isn't going to work. I quit. And yeah. you know, I see that so often where people get like right there and then they're like, oh, well, didn't work. Bye. Like, I'm yeah. Sorry. You know? Yeah. And it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you were like, well, I went here and then it was like six months later and then they were like, oh, I have a job for you. You know, and, and just like having grace with yourself and patience, you know, to let the dominoes start to, yeah, fall, um, sure. I think is, is super important. Yeah. So anyways, didn't yeah. interrupt that. Oh yeah, no, that's good. I think the other tip would be to, um, don't be afraid to do some pro bono work. I mean, I don't say like give yourself away, but a lot of times, um, like there would be somebody who was just looking for feedback or something like that. And I, I would give them feedback and then be like, if you want to improve it, here's what I could do for you. Or, yeah. you know, things yeah. like that, where it's like, if you can, if you think of something you can give just a little bit, <laughs> then it kind of, it a positions you as the expert because you're able to give your professional opinion. And then B they've met somebody now who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> yes. I love that you said that because my nephew who is 16 is in high school and he's wanting to go into graphic design and he's doing exactly what you just said. Cool. And he, he put this thing out and he's like, Hey, you know, if you have a logo, if you have, you know, any kind of material that you need design, like I'll do it for you. I'm building my portfolio. Like I just, you know, I want practice and he wants practice with practice with like that back and forth yeah, with clients and stuff. And so I was like, hey, dude, like, do you want to do my logo? And he's like, yeah. And so he did it. And I just love my logo. And, you know, I've piddled around. Like, I, I was graphic design in college for two years. And yeah. it really not, it was not my, my thing. I liked it. But, you know, other people are better at it. I'm just going to let them do it. So I was like, hey, man, like, I don't want to use Canva anymore. You know, <laughs> figure out my logo. Like, do you want to do it? And he's like, yeah. So he did it. And it was just like, he totally got me. And so, you know, and he's getting that experience. And I'm happy because I got a logo. And it's just, it's awesome. And so, you know, exactly what you said, like, you know, putting yourself out there, doing things for the experience or pro bono and, you know, getting your name out there because, they might know someone who refers people to yeah. you. And like, I mean, word of mouth is still the number one yeah. thing because, you know, it's a trust builder and all that stuff, but for sure. Yeah. Yes. So all very important tips. Thank you for all of that. I loved all of it. I mean, even, even for me, like I still, the grace thing. Mm-hmm. Give me grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still working on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so we've talked about your graphic design, your design business. And I yep. want to talk just a little bit about your Etsy stuff mm-hmm. and okay. illustration because I love them because they're beautiful. But um, I, I don't know how much, you know, you want to tell us about that, like how, how that kind of started or how much time you put into that versus like the design during the week or, you know, what that kind of looks like. But I love having people on here that do things like that, like actually with their hands and putting art out there. So totally. Yeah. I'd be happy to talk about it. So it actually started in that zero to five period where I was stressed that I wasn't doing enough. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so I thought, okay, what is a way that I can fill my time (laughs) and pick up a new either hobby or something? And so I I was like, I'm going to teach myself calligraphy. (laughs) And so I kind of like 
I looked up this girl on Instagram that had tutorials and I kind of put together this little hodgepodge class, if you will, and taught myself modern calligraphy. And then while I was doing that, I found um, these prompts on Instagram, which are all over the place apparently, but at the time I think they were like just kind of new, but um, it would be like a doodle a day or something like that. And so it was like every day I kind of would get up and that would be like the start of my routine. I would do this little doodle that they said to make that day and I would practice my calligraphy and I'd get to work, you know? And so it started off just as like, this is just, I'm going to add to my repertoire of what I can do (laughs) and just, and do it. And so um, it turned out to be really fun. (laughs) And so I started just kind of doodling a lot more um, and I hadn't really done anything with that wasn't digital, I guess, um, since college, I really was like purely digital after that. And so it felt really good to kind of get back with my hands and do pen and ink and just different stuff like that. And so with these doodles, I started sketching, um, little people. (laughs) And so it started, I think the very first one I drew was a portrait of, um, Justin's grandma. She has this little poodle dog. And so it was Justin's (laughs) grandma and her poodle dog. And it was like this big, it was really tiny (laughs) because I also, I don't, I'm kind of weird, but I have this obsession with tiny things. I just really love them. (laughs) I think it's so like the little tiny furniture. (laughs) They're just so like, I love like the intricacy, but the tininess, I don't know. I just love it. And so I would draw these little portraits and they'd be really tiny. And so, um, anyway, it's, it turned into, you know, somebody saw that one. And I think Justin's aunt was like, Hey, can you do it of my husband with his dog? Cause I want it to be whatever. And then somebody else asked for it. And it kind of just all of a sudden became this thing that I did. It was like this pet and people thing. (laughs) And then we had stayed, um, with guests actually when we were visiting Kansas city, um, we had stayed with people. And so as a thank you, I like sent them a little pet portrait with their whatever. And so all of a sudden it became this thing and people were asking me, I think I posted a couple on Instagram or showed them off, you know, somehow. And people started messaging me, Hey, what are you doing of my, of my whatever, or my sister or whoever. And so I was like, okay. So I opened an Etsy shop and I started putting, I put that on there. I put a couple things that I, I, when I was first learning calligraphy, I kind of just put a couple things up there too. Um, and now it's actually in my to-do list to kind of revamp the shop, but the number one bestseller are these little people pet portraits. <laughs> and so I love yeah, the pets. Let me tell you, <laughs> I know. And it, it really took off to the point where I was like, I need to kind of slow this down because <laughs> I'm getting kind of stressed out by this like side project that I took. Ah. On. And so for a while, when I was posting them consistently on Instagram and asking others to repost them and reposting reposts, it kind of just went nuts. And last year we could have paid our mortgage with just the pet portraits. <laughs> so it was like this crazy, like go crazy with it. Yeah. Um, but it get to the point of like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is really like, it's all by hand and it's yeah. I have to backlog and, but it, it, so anyway, I kind of, I didn't put the brakes on it. I didn't stop it completely, but I kind of stopped posting all of that, you know, I was doing and kind of slowed down how I was marketing it. Cause it was, <laughs> it was effective, whatever was happening. Um, but now it's just kind of like, I'll do like a couple 
each month, mm-hmm. more than a couple, I guess it's probably a couple a week, but it's, it's less than I was doing before. And I still love graphic design. So it's like anything that's detracting from my design, <laughs> like, but it, it's not detracting. I really enjoy it too. But when I got um, my iPad, that's when the illustration stuff took off because I love the iPad <laughs> and I saw it just as like a new medium to mess around with. Um, and it turns out, I just, I don't know. I just was obsessed immediately. <laughs> so I just iPad, man. I know, right? I know. <laughs> you got me hooked on it. Like I, I got one for Christmas and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I don't know. And then you and I met and you're like, yeah, I do all this iPad lettering. I'm like, what? <laughs> you about like the procreate app. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, like fun. what I was doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for helping me with that. Oh yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I love fun. it. Yes. But yeah. So once that came into my life, then I was posting stuff that I was drawing and then people were messaging me saying, Hey, could you draw this for my whatever shopping tote bag that I'm working on? Like super random stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Sure. (laughs) So yeah. The power um, of social media. Yeah, it's true. So between, between the Etsy shop, because people message me on Etsy for something they want that's similar, even if I don't have it listed in my shop. And then um, what I post on Instagram will get me messages too. So it's just kind of like, yeah, that's, that's that side of it. So it would kind of be fun to grow that side. And I'm kind of thinking about, I'm at that stage of what do I want to be when I grow up? (laughs) But I want you to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it would be fun. So we'll see more changes to my Etsy shop coming soon. (laughs) To be continued. This should be like a to be continued interview, and then we can talk about part two. There you go. That'll that'll put some fire under me to make it happen. I've been thinking about it for so long. (laughs) So fun. Oh, geez. Well, I have just loved this, of course, but, and my cheeks hurt because I was laughing. (laughs) I know, right? I can't stop smiling. Like, I hurt my cheeks. Oh, my cheeks. But anyways, I just loved having you in here. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you. You know, dropping the knowledge and taking the time out of your day to hang out with us. Me. Me. But it's been, it's been a trip and I love it. So can you just tell us where we can find you online? Sure. Yeah. Yes. I, my website is racheljoy.net. And my Etsy shop is kind of long, but it's etsy.com slash shop slash Rachel Joy Design. <laughs> you can also search, I think, for Rachel Joy Design, and I would probably pop up. But you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Duick. And that's D-U-E-C-K. I guess I'll say the whole thing. R-A-C-H-E-L-D-U-E-C-K. I have a hard to spell name, so I guess that probably helps. Girl, my last name. I did not go by my last name. Like it's nowhere. I mean, you could probably find it, but no one knows. <laughs> like Amy Joe, done. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, again, thank you for popping in, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me.
Aw man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired, come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out and you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.